Mommy needs a minute. Welcome to the Mommy Needs a Minute podcast, where we talk about how to survive motherhood. I'm Jenna, the host of this show and the creator of Hands Down, the app where moms can shop trusted product recommendations with other moms. We're here for a short time today, so let's use it really well. Join me in starting with a nice, deep breath. <sighs> Today's guest is a friend of mine and a collaborator here at Hands Down. Her name is Joe Piazza. She's the best-selling author, podcast host, and award-winning journalist and chief mom ambassador at Hands Down. I personally have listened to every single episode of Under the Influence, which is this amazing deep dive into the mom internet where Joe and I first met. I also subscribe to her newsletter on Substack, which I highly recommend, and have loved so many of her books. And most recently, I devoured We Are Not Like Them, and her new book is just hitting shelves right now. I have already pre-ordered my copy, so look out for You're Always Mine. Joe. Thanks for Hi. being on the show. Thanks for having Hi. me. I'm psyched. And I love being the chief mom ambassador for Hands Down. Well, we're definitely going to talk about that because I can't even keep track of how many jobs that you have. I feel like every time I talk to you, you're doing something like completely different, but all kind of related somehow. And it's very impressive. I How do you keep track of all of these things? I mean, I have a constant spreadsheet that exists only in my head, but I'm convinced that other people can see it too, which is why I'm always amazed when my husband's like, what is that thing that you booked for this? And I'm like, why can't you see this thing that's imprinted on my brain? Um, I mean, honestly, it's a lot of Google documents. I'm also a Google Doc freak and I organize everything into lots and lots of Google Docs. Joe Piazza brought to you by Google. By Drive. Google Docs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we met when I was a guest on your podcast, Under the Influence, and we hit it off right away because I played a role in kind of pioneering and productizing what influencer marketing looks mm -hmm. like today. And that was a really big achievement, but it also like kept me up at night. Like I felt like I created the problem that exists on the internet. It's true. You did it. But and... much, much like I, as a gossip columnist in the early 2000s, feel like I created the Kardashian problem. And now it's got, it's clearly gotten way out of hand. I'm wondering if you can kind of talk through what's happening with the mom internet space and what's changed since, uh, since Under the Influence wrapped. Oh my God, so much, so much. And the mom influencer space is something like a 12 billion dollar space predicted to just grow exponentially in the next few years. When I started reporting on it about three and a half years ago, because my second daughter is three and a half now, it was a lot of mom influencers that were trying to sell you things, trying to sell you clothes and products and organic baby food. And now it's kind of shifted into a lot of people trying to teach you things so they're still they still want your money, but they want to 
give you courses on how to breastfeed and how to sleep train and even how to become a mom influencer yourself. Uh, That said, none of it is going away anytime soon. And I, in fact, I think that it is becoming the one content that people are just watching all of the time. I think people are watching mom influencers or influencers generally on Instagram and TikTok more than they're watching TV shows or movies these days. It's interesting, right? Because you want to empower women to take on new roles and to earn and to like be entrepreneurial and, you know, you want to support that, right? But at the same time, as a mom, you can't open your Instagram or TikTok feed without having to figure out like what's really going on here. And it's exhausting. It's exhausting. That's the thing. And that's why and I try to stay off social media. I try to I try to not scroll social media as much as possible for my own mental health. But I'm a total asshole for saying that because I post on social media all the time. It's my job. I wouldn't be able to sell my books or get people to see my newsletter if I weren't. But you're great posting. on social media too. Like oh, you thank are you. what we need. That's like, so nice. I'm, the funny Joe was on book tour. You were on book tour. I was. <laughs> and her husband was supposed to bring her her suitcase and lost it on the Amtrak. And it was this whole debacle. And like I was following a, I, our t- head of content, Tiffany, and I were like following along. We we're like, is Joe going to get her suitcase back? And it was hilarious and so entertaining. And it was like, that's how we want to connect with creators that we're interested in is through storytelling and through like experiencing funny things that happen in mm-hmm. people's lives. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I I don't want to look at picture perfect beautiful lives. I just, I have no interest in them. I also think those people are liars. Uh, so anything I post is going to be really raw and honest. And those are the people that I want to follow these days. Yeah, totally. Um, can you tell us about your family? Yeah, I have been breeding for the past six years. So <laughs> my oldest turns six on Friday. We've already had three birthday parties for him. So I'm not doing anything on Friday. He's already had his school birthday party and his birthday party in the Catskills and his birthday party with grandma. So whatever. In my head, he's already six. And then I have a little girl who is three and a half and a baby who's also seven months uh, this weekend um, named Eliza, who is a brand new delicious little surprise to our family. And how do you identify as a mom? You have this amazing career and so much going on in every facet of your life. How do you take the time and space to think about or to be with them and to think about how you're going to distribute your time? It's not easy, man. I mean, I have a full time, like I said before, I have like five jobs, but I'm working full time, which means that is a pretty serious seven hour day. Every day, I'm working on podcasts, I'm working on books, I'm advising companies and consulting for companies. And we have full time childcare. So I have someone who takes care of the kids from nine in the morning till about 4 30 in the afternoon. And I'm pretty strict about that I'm working during that time. That said, I'm home. I sometimes go to a co working space, but I'm here. So I try to. Like I'll go down and have lunch with them, or if they need me, I can take them to the doctor's office. Uh, but I, I do try to really set boundaries to be like, I have to work, and I want you guys to see me have a successful career that I love, and to do that, I have to invest a lot of time in it. Uh, but of course, then I feel terribly guilty all the time, even though 
I don't even think the hours of like nine to four thirty are that much time away from them. The big kids are in school all day at this point, but I do feel guilty. I'm like, you should spend more time with them. Why are you doing this? And then when I'm not working, I feel bad about not working. It's shitty. I think women, it's like women, we're fucked. No matter what we do, we're always going to feel this way. My heart breaks if I get a ping and I go to check an email or a Slack message and I'm sitting on the floor with magnetiles spread out in front of me and I grab my wrist and say, mom, please just put your phone down. Stop working. And I'm like, yeah. oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. to like peel me away from it. <clears throat> mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. so horrible. So, and do you, do you talk to your kids about it? Do you talk to them about how, you know, you have all of these different roles that you play and do they ask you like, where are you? What are you doing? Yeah, no, we talk a lot about it. And in fact, my son came in yesterday and wanted me to do something with him. And I said, Hey, do you want me to show you what I'm doing? I'm going to show you the cover of my new book. I'm copy editing this book right now. And I want to show you how that works. And then he quickly lost interest and ran away. So (laughs) what about you? Like, do you take, how do you take care of yourself? I, I make sure that I prioritize working out every day. I block my schedule usually from 12 to 1 to do a workout class or go for a swim. It doesn't always work out, but I've been a lot better about doing it lately. I am I read every night before I go to bed, but I'm trying to read a little bit during the day too because writing's my job, so I shouldn't feel guilty about reading during the day. So I mentioned earlier that you came to join us as our chief mom ambassador, and one of the reasons why I wanted to work with you was because – I just think we're so aligned in how we look at the mom space. And, you know, Mm. I meet with either partners or investors. And the question is always, well, how are influencers going to make money on your platform? And I'm like, they actually can't. Um, That's Mm -hmm. our number one rule is that nobody can get paid to post recommendations. And it comes up all the time. And when I explain why, which is because that's inauthentic. And that's one of the reasons why Mm -hmm. it takes so much time to find the things that you need is because now you have to be a human lie detector, right? Um, And so that's one of the things that brought us together. And then we started jamming and we're just so happy to have you on the team. Yeah. I think that because we all spend so much time on social media and because the majority of people that are shown to us on social media by the social media algorithms are influencers who are being paid to give us advice or to sell us products, it's really hard to find things that are actually useful and authentic and are really good recommendations. And it's not just in the mom space. It's also, I have a really hard time in the travel space now. I was a travel editor for a long time. I launched the website Yahoo Travel uh, with some really incredible editors. And now every travel resource I find online is spam. They're trying to sell you something. They're trying to sell you a tour or it's literally just SEO spam. And it's feeling more and more impossible to get authentic recommendations from completely objective sources and to, to do anything, to buy a humidifier or to find a hotel in Sicily, which I'm still trying to do. And I, why I love what you're doing is that because you're not paying influencers all of the recommendations on Hands Down are coming from actual moms, actual people who re- truly enjoyed something. And that, that's a big difference and that matters. And I think, you know, of course people are going to ask, oh, how are the influencers getting paid? Well, they're not in this instance. And we need more spaces where they're not, where it's where we haven't created an entire social network 
based off capitalism. Totally. I had a Hollywood talent agent look at me like I had 12 heads yesterday when I told them that we don't want a celebrity spokesperson because we really this is about real moms like this is about people who are budget conscious who are looking who have an intimate purchase to make you know like my baby Mm -hmm. has colic and I need to find the right bottle like that's something that they need to hear from somebody who's relatable who has had a similar experience and has totally had to deal with it on their own. And that's what it's all about is really us finding a way to make it really trustworthy and efficient for moms. And I think you've been so helpful in that process. And, um, you know, everybody can kind of see Joe and I are very passionate about this. And it's something that like we have put our foot down. We will not be letting this go throughout the process of building this. Um, But on the topic of Rex, what is one product as a real mom that you can't live without? Oh, there's one thing that I tell every every group of new parents to get. It's the Duna stroller. I think it's the greatest stroller car seat in the world. We've had the same one for six years. We got it right before my son was born, and he was in it for about 18 months, and then my daughter was in it for 18 months, and then I gave it to a friend because we th- I thought we were done, um, and then found out I was pregnant, and her baby used it for six months, and then I took it away. I was like, oh, I'm going to need that back. So I can't believe that thing. stroller's been around for six years. We had one it, of the first versions of it. Like they're they're definitely even like sexier and better now. But we had, I think it was maybe even like a prototype. It was they had just launched. Okay, this thing popped up, started trending on hands down about, a, about two months ago, and we were in. I mean, you kind of started it, but it's a car seat, but it like flips up into a stroller. So you don't need to attach a car seat to a stroller. It's absolutely genius. It takes up no space. I, it looks like a stroller from the future. It's and a stroller from I'm, the future. And like all, it I wrote an, I wrote an ode to the Duna for CNBC. And then all of these other stroller com- companies started pitching me going, oh, well, our stroller is also a car seat. I'm like, not like this. Doesn't fold up, man. You've got to take it apart and it's many pieces. Nothing else does what this one does. And you live in a city. I live in a city. And so I don't need the SUV of strollers. I have to carry a backpack because it doesn't have a bunch of room underneath it and stuff. But I don't really care. I like the ease of being able to walk across town and fold this up and put the baby in the back of an Uber. We've put we put the babies on boats, on trains, on planes. We're about to take the baby to Sicily. We got it fits in the seat on the plane. Uh, and then we'll wow. go straight from the plane to the car. So I know that I'll have a car seat that will fit my baby, which is not always the case when you go to a foreign country. So I love that because we ended up getting a separate travel stroller that like then we had two strollers and now we don't really need any of them. And I'm like, now I have two. You don't need any of them. Something to do with. No, no. Yeah, exactly. You really like, could have just had one. You could have just had the Duna. I hand sell. Duna should pay me to be an influencer because they I hand sell so many Dunas to pregnant people all the time. <laughs> we changed our minds. We do believe in influencer marketing and Duna. I we believe think in influencer marketing Joe. when it will put my kids through college. So, <laughs> Well, thanks for sharing with us. Thanks for having me. A huge shout out to Joe for being such a breath of fresh air and realness on every channel she touches. I mean, from the pods to the newsletter to your books i feel like your work makes me a better person and mother and i seriously thank you for that and joe will be back so send your questions for her if you have any and we'll do follow-up episodes so go ahead and share any questions with us at hands down the app on instagram or at hello at handsdown.shop and that's it for today's episode of mommy needs a minute i hope this episode gave you a minute to chill and just be with us 
And remember, you're not alone in this. Hop on over to Hands Down whenever you need a dose of mom friends and trusted Rex. And be sure to join us for our next episode where we will continue to bring you more stories and insights into mom life. Until then, take care of you. And remember, we've got this. Remember to like and subscribe to this podcast and share it with your mom friends. We'll see you next time.